Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course, my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted to sample the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Hello, hello, Heal Squad. Glad to be back with you today. It's going to be a great day. You know why? Because we're going to know better, because we're going to learn more. <laughs> we're going to learn to know better, to get better, and we're going to do it together. (laughs) Oh man, let's start with our quote of the day. Something I can read and actually say right. Be the energy you want to attract. That is from Anonymous. I like that. Be the energy you want to attract. I always start my morning by saying my gratitude list and, uh, and then I say, you know, what do I want to be in the world today? And I always say, I want to be the light inside and out. So it helps kind of keep me on track and keeps me focused. I'm not always going to be perfect at it. I'm not always going to be the light, but I really try. Oh, Heal Squad, we're all trying. So welcome to any new listeners here. Thank you guys for joining us. I want to remind you if you aren't really familiar with the show that we are a daily life improvement show. A lot of other shows drop one episode a week. We are here every single day. Regular Guy Friday is more the fun stuff. We like to kind of, you know, dig down deep the other days, but Friday's your light fun day. Um, And so anyhow, that's what we do here every single day with the best experts. And we're just trying to get better in all areas of life. So thank you for being on this journey with us. If you have a moment to leave us a hopefully five-star review. We'll leave a link to that in the summary of this episode. Let us know how this show is Uh, feeling to you, helping you, anything like that. Our reviews really keep us going. Also, Macy's.com backslash or forward slash. I don't know the difference between these things. Macy's.com forward slash heel squad. They tell me it's a forward slash. Um, We have all my curated picks on from Macy's website on Macy's.com forward slash heel squad. So you can have an easy shopping experience. I have fashion, I have kitchen stuff, I have home stuff, I have gifts, anything that you need, you will probably find there. And if you don't, 
As long as you use that landing page, we get credit for it. And we're so grateful. Macy's has been an unbelievable friend to the show and really has helped us to be able to go five days a week. So thank you for supporting us through that. And then of course, Rosetta Stone is a new sponsor and we have been talking all about how I am using it to improve my Greek. Greek was my first language. Uh, and so I, I know it fluently. However, the big words I'm not so fluent with. <laughs> so when I go to Greece, there's always like a few things I'm like, huh? Um, I feel like I know like, you know, just generic everyday Greek. So I am improving my skills because Kevin and I really want to spend more time over there. He's starting it so he can actually learn things other than spanakopita, baklava, and Christos Anesti, which is all he knows. But uh, rosettastone.com forward slash heel squad. If you would like to try it out, they have a great deal for you guys. 40% off. It's incredible. And by the way, we've talked about it on the show many times, but it really helps build neuroplasticity. Learning a new language is so important for the brain. Go back and listen to Jim Quick's episodes, Dr. Amon's, to learn more on that. Today, friends, however, we have another all-star episode. Today on Heal Squad All-Stars, we're going to delve into the power of manifestation and how it can really transform your life. I have been engaging in manifesting practices for years. It's been a major factor, I think, in my success. Today's All-Stars is going to help you unleash and manifest your untapped potential too. So Natasha Graziano is a renowned life coach and spiritual guide. Focusing on the power of intention and conscious creation, Natasha has helped countless individuals harness their inner strength to manifest their dreams. Then we have Vishen Lakiani. He's a trailblazer in the field of personal growth, also the founder of Mind Valley, which I'm sure you've heard a lot from. Vishen has revolutionized the way we perceive success and happiness. Dr. Joe Dispenza, you guys know I'm obsessed, is a world-renowned expert in the field of neuroscience, epigenetics, and quantum physics. Driven by his passion for bridging science and spirituality, Dr. Joe Dispenza explores the profound connections between our minds and bodies, revealing the incredible power our brains have in healing and growth. Each of these people bring their in bring their unique insights and experiences to this conversation on cultivating a powerful mindset and wellness on your journey towards abundance. We all want abundance. So get your notebooks out and be prepared to tap into the boundless potential of manifestation. You create your character in life. You choose your character and you write your script. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to become? You literally choose that person. You could do it every day or you could just choose the person that you want to be long, long term. So I choose, this is the version of Natasha that I want to be. She is this girl who enjoys what she wears, but she also is very into X, Y, Z. She likes this. She goes to these places. She hangs out here. She takes her health really seriously. She is really into this, 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 this. Meditation, obviously that's, you know, I'm a uh, mindset coach. So meditation is a big part of what I do. So she practices this. She helps this many people. I literally create an entire mind map on who Natasha is. I create my character and then I go further and I write my script in every area. So I have an area for love. And this is like four pages long up to a journal. Long. So you're actually writing all of this. Stuff oh, down. I have. I, I wish I had my journal with me to show you. I have some videos I'll try and That's show great. you. So love title. 
And then I will talk about in full detail everything about love in my life. So, and I am married. So Natasha's married to her soulmate and is deeply in love with him. And they live in and every detail. They eat together at night. They have a wonderful relationship. They do things together, experiences. They build amazing memories. Every single detail about love. And then I have an area on health. Natasha's health, how she feels rejuvenated every day, how she's wonderful. And I write that out detailed. Then I have another area for career. Natasha's career, she impacted a billion people in her lifetime, helping them find joy and end their personal suffering. That's my calling. And then that's detailed out. How? Think about it like this. How, what, where, why, when? That's what needs to go into every part of your script. This is something that I'm sure someone's probably listening right now and is going to do. And yes, it is amazing and changed my life because I did this about myself. But do you want to know one step deeper? Yes. Kate, you do it in the third person past tense. So it sounds like this. I'll do it for you. So Maria went to XYZ and had the most amazing time. It's already happened and you're talking in the third person about yourself. So instead of, you can do it in the I am. I had the most, I am having the most wonderful time. You could do present tense, but the most powerful is past tense reprogramming. Past tense writing about yourself like a fairy tale. Write a story about yourself that has a happy ending. And what does that do? It helps your brain store it. So this goes into neuroscience. So this helps your brain to store it as a memory and your brain doesn't therefore know whether it's happened or not and it brings it to fruition. So there's a part in your brain called the reticular activating system and it filters 2 million bits of data every second, colors and sounds and things that you see. And what it does, it shows you anything that you deem as important. So what do you deem as important? Anything you focus your mind on. And so if you are focusing your mind on this beautiful script about yourself in this positive way and how you healed and how you came back alive and built this amazing business, all of a sudden your brain is showing around you evidence in people, events and places to prove your belief system is real versus your old belief system, which was focused on, I'm never going to get well. I'm never going to get out of this victim mentality. I'm never going to make money. Oh, he can, she can, they can. It's not for me. They can. That mentality. Because then that also brings in the people, places, and events that support that belief. Boom. So you can choose. Yeah, you choose. I'll tell you, this is really funny. So positivity confidence, feeling healthy and happy, even if you aren't, it doesn't matter whether it's the truth or not, whether you're abundant or not, it's whether you believe it Mm -hmm. or not. And acting as though you are confident, healthy and free and liberated and feeling the way you want to helps you to become healthy, liberated, and free, like my book, Be It Until You Become It. You first become it in your mind, act it in your behavior, that's the neuroscience part, and it sure enough becomes you. It's so true. I've watched this actually unfold in the last few months for myself because of the meditations that uh, Dr. Joe, I started in January. It really all is that neuroscience of you have to be grateful for the event before it's occurred. You have to be living in that truth for it to all kind of manifest for you. And so I step-by-step step, have watched all of the things that I have, the scenes I've created. So there are all these scenes. I'm in the doctor's office. 
I'm looking at Kevin. I'm anticipating the doctor coming in. I'm nervous. I feel like I'm going to throw up because I'm waiting for him to tell me the good news or I'm hoping he's going to give me good news. And then he comes in and he sits down and he does all these tests. And I'm like, just just tell me the good news. And I'm playing the scene out like it's a movie. And then he tells me that the tumor's gone. And then the other doctors come rolling in. We hear there's something to celebrate because they're all excited for me. And they come in and I'm bawling and I'm screaming. And I'm freaking out. And I'm like, oh my God. And then he's like, would you like me to show you? And then he shows. I play the scene out every day and have since January. And but there are so many scenes like that, but they've already come true. So those scenes, now that one will come true in January. I know when I get my next MRI, but all the other scenes with other doctors where they're like, you have normal this, you have normal that. Yes. They've all, I'm in the middle of a meditation playing the scene. I go, holy shit, this already happened. Holy shit. And now I have to think of something new. Yeah. Yeah. To, to, to create a new scene. And so when you live in the gratitude, you play the scene and then you live in that gratitude, you're attracting it to you. Obviously you have to do the things on this plane as well. Like you can't just dream things and and hope they're all just going to happen. You have to do the work behind it. So I'm eating clean. I'm doing all the other things to heal, but be it to you become it, which uh, is your new book. Yeah. Um, is so different than, you know, fake it till you make it and all the other things. It's like, it's a whole other vibe. It's a whole other being actual it. scientifically backed kind of thing. Oh yeah. Being it in your absolute essence, in your soul, in your body, in your mind. And there is so much science behind this, you know. For example, if you are wanting to move forwards with something, there's a part in my book, a whole chapter on resentment and letting go. Dr. Nina Radcliffe, she talks about it, and I've got her whole study in my book, which is where if you hold resentment in your body, right, and you want to move forwards in your life, you want to become something different, but you're storing resentment in your body, you're storing resentment, you're holding on to resentment. It is literally sitting in your body and creating ailments and creating issues and creating dis-ease. And so... You have to decide to let go so you can grow. You have to decide to unlearn what you know to grow. You have to literally reprogram your mind. And that's why meditation is so powerful. That's Mm -hmm. why becoming it through all these different methods, my MBS method, meditational behavioral synchronicity, which is what the book's entirely about, really, is about, it's an ancient style of meditation that I've created where it's with pranayama breathing techniques first, which is all, you know, as far as it goes back, the breathing combined with modern day neuroscience, deep guided meditation, anchoring, removing the self-limiting belief and reprogramming your mind at an altered state of awareness in the alpha and the theta state to become the new version of you in that deep altered state in your subconscious mind. So now in your outer reality, you start to see new things, new ideas, new people, new places. Everything is being pulled towards you that you must grab onto and take action, inspired action towards because you're reprogramming your reality, your personality, Mm -hmm. as Joe Spencer says, at a really altered, deeper state. And it works. They're already kind of meditating when they're breathing, but putting the two together. And then when you meditate in that state, you now remove the self-limiting belief. And that really is only one main limiting belief that's blocking you from everything. And it usually, when you go deeper and deeper and deeper, it sounds like, I don't feel worthy of love. I don't feel worthy of 
freedom. I don't feel worthy of financial abundance. It sounds like that. Just that's really, it comes down to not feeling worthy of something. Mm -hmm. And that blocks you from everything in life. So we remove the main blockage and we then replace it in that altered state of awareness with a new belief about yourself, which sounds like, I do feel worthy of love. I do feel worthy of whatever it is you want to achieve. And you reprogram your mind. You anchor it in by holding a certain part of your body. And then you come out the other side having reprogrammed what you want. But the breathing is so important. There is certain breath work for certain manifestations. And so how long does it take to see results technically? I mean, I'm sure it's varied, but is there some... Yeah. So... um another client of mine manifested into her life 500,000. She's now heading to the million mark and she did that in one year. Wow. So she's a really great financial one that I've seen because it's outside the box. You know, it's those sort of things I, I like, are like, wow, you know, good to see in business. It really does work in business as well. Um, I would say three sessions is an amazing time to see some kind of massive breakthrough. Some people it will work on session one. 30 days of it, you're you're seeing a positive impact in your life, a positive change in your life. But the, the thing that's so powerful about the MBS method is the longevity that comes with it, is that when you do it, you're creating long-lasting positivity and change in your life. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. 
I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code HEELSQUAD for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code HEELSQUAD. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm sure you've heard about probiotics. We recently partnered with Just Thrive. Tina Anderson is the mastermind behind this extraordinary product. Why do we need a probiotic? The world we're living is so disruptive to our gut health, from antibiotics that we take, from Roundup that's sprayed out over our food supply, to stress. We see symptoms like gas and bloating, diarrhea, constipation, skin rashes, autoimmune issues and allergies, mood disorders, so anxiety, depression, all of those types of issues are stemming from our imbalance in our gut. And the thing about Just Thrive Probiotic is you don't have to refrigerate it. To be a probiotic it needs to be alive in your intestines, not alive in the refrigerator. And most of those probiotics in the refrigerator actually don't make it to the intestines alive, which is the goal. If we couple the Just Thrive probiotic and the Just Calm, what do we get? We know the probiotic alone is helping with the leakiness of the gut and helping all other types of things in our, with our overall health. But we know now when we add the Just Calm, it's helping with our mood. Guys, Just Thrive is a game changer. If you're ready to take control of constipation, bloat, and stress and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive probiotic today. Just visit justthrivehealth.com and use the promo code HEALSQUAD. You won't regret it. It's looking at your life three years ahead and then applying tools of manifesting to bring that vision to reality. Now, it may be a new show. It may be being able to have an incredible relationship, attracting a soulmate, but it could also be something that is a new home for your family because that's going to improve the quality of your life and the quality of your family. It could, be, it could be a new car. That's okay as well. It could be anything that you want to experience in the world as a human being. You manifest that forward. So that's phase four. And phase five is related to that. Phase five was inspired by the work of the spiritual teacher, Esther Hicks. In phase five, you command your perfect day. So you see some aspect of your life. So every time you do this, you pick a different aspect of your life three years out. And the reason we say three years is because people tend to overestimate what they can do in one year, but underestimate what they can do in three. So we pick a goal three years out. You go really deep in making it vivid colorful, real, feeling the emotions. You use a creative visualization protocol pioneered by Jose Silva, and you send energy towards that vision. But it also rewrites your belief system to make you more believe in yourself that you can attain that vision. And you feel the emotions of that version of you three years out. Okay, so that's phase four in a nutshell. Phase five, you look at today. With that vision in mind, with your three-year goals in mind, you look at today and you command how you want today to unfold, bit by bit by bit, how you're going to show up, what's going to happen. You pretend as if you can command how you want your day to happen. And this is really, really, really an incredible exercise. And people say that by commanding how they want their day to happen, 
when they look back on their day, it almost feels as if they had Tinkerbell on their shoulder, just blessing everything, mm. everything just going well. So when you do this, what does that look like? Okay, so in my case, I would see myself waking up, having a really productive morning, um, getting getting into some really inspiring meetings at work, everything going well in our morning huddle. I might see myself having a really inspiring lunch with a friend or with a business partner. As I go to the latter half of my day, I record podcasts, I write. I might see myself flowing with creativity, being super brilliant and charismatic on a particular podcast show. Having dinner with my kids, I might see us having a really, really, really wonderful night. Maybe I'm going out on a date. I might see that date going incredibly well. And then I see myself going to bed in a feeling of bliss, in a feeling of of inspiration, uh, maybe reading a really good book, maybe spending quality time with someone really special, and then going to bed and having the most incredible, rejuvenating, relaxing, uninterrupted sleep. So Esther Hicks calls this segment intending. You define your life into segments. And she says, if you're naturally a negative person and you don't feel that you can just command your perfect day, just play a little game. Wouldn't it be nice if, wouldn't it be nice if the traffic to work today was smooth? Wouldn't it be nice if my boss appreciated me today? Wouldn't it be nice if the lunch I ate was really, really, really delicious and and I got my order in on time? You just play that game and you will start noticing positive things happening. You appreciate these positive things the next day when you do your gratitude. And the more you do this cycle of desire and then appreciation, the more your life seems to give you what you desire and what you appreciate. Because you're the creator of your life. You are the creator of your life. So you can go the other way too and think negative things or wake up miserable and all of that is an energy field that now you're just attracting more and more of, right? Right. I would say just um, the easiest way to do it is just think you're a magnet. Think of yourself as a magnet and what do you want to stick to you? So think the things you want to stick to you. Exactly. And so again, that's a a spiritual, I believe in manifesting type definition of it. But there's also a scientific definition. Our brain has something called a reticular activating system. It's that part of the back of your brain that is the goal setting mechanism for your brain. Okay. So let's say you've commanded the perfect day and you're having lunch with a friend and you say, food's going to be amazing. Ambiance is going to be great. We're going to have the most inspirational talk. Now you go to the restaurant and the waiter messes up your order and the food that you were dying to order isn't on the menu. At the end of that lunch, because you've told your brain what to focus on, your brain will focus on the ambiance. Your brain will focus on the conversation with the friend. The brain will focus on maybe the fact that even if you didn't get the food you wanted, whatever you got was still kind of tasty. You've told your brain what to focus on. And so you are less likely to focus on the negative. You've commanded your RAS, your reticular activating system. You've told it what to focus on. And so when you walk out of that lunch, you still feel better. And so you're really telling yourself, commanding yourself to focus on what truly matters. And this is an amazing way to help eradicate negativity and negative thoughts and negative obsessions. Focus equals feeling. I like that. Focus mm-hmm. equals feeling. Tony I should, Robbins have, taught I should me that. have interviewed you before I wrote this book. I <laughs> put that line in. Tony Robbins, some of the things that stuck my tool my toolbox was focus equals feeling and motion equals emotion. Mm. So when you're not feeling great, you can just go out and move a little bit and you just, you start to feel better. Right. And then life's happening for you, not to you. Those were the three that stuck. Life's happening for you, not to, true, not to you. I love that. Best. Yes. 
Life's happening for you, not to you. That's a very important idea in mm-hmm. phase five. Life is happening for you. You are commanding how you want life mm-hmm. to happen for you, and it's not happening to you. The more you understand that you can command your perfect day, you can you can manifest, you can command how you want your life to unfold. The less you feel like a victim. Yes, I I whenever I actually do command my day and I actually set the intention for it, it's. Amazing! It always works. It's it's kind of fail proof. It really is. Right. Um, and if you start with you know your gratitude and stuff, so that's why this is so great because it fits everything. Okay, six. So six is the blessing. Six is where you bring all of this together and you tie it to whatever spiritual belief you have. Maybe you believe in a particular religious god. Maybe you believe that the universe is is who you're communicating with. Maybe you believe in your fairy godmother. Whatever it is, you ask them to bless you. You're basically saying, I've, I've shared my heart and that compassion with the world. I've been appreciative of all the gifts you've given me. I've forgiven anyone who has hurt me. I've shown a vision of how I want my life to unfold. I've asked that my day go smoothly. Will you bless me? That's it. And then what I do is um, I fist bump God. Ha, I love it. And, and of course, it's the COVID era. You can never be feel be too safe. So I fist bump <laughs> God, and um, um, and then I just feel like there's this higher power watching over me. Sri Kumar Rao, who is one of my mentors, and he's a famous MBA professor. He teaches on Mind Valley. He Dr. said, "Dr. Rao, Dr. Rao, oh, yeah. we love Dr. Rao. You've had him on the of show, of course. Yes, he guy. told us the parable of." Uh, what was it? The, um, the, the second arrow or the third arrow? And then also yeah, the he, dog the dog. versus the... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so good. He's all about parables, Good thing, right? bad thing, who knows? I love it's that. It's my favorite. I love that. Yeah. So one of the things, so Rao, Rao's a mentor, and we've had many conversations. One of the things he told me is that the most important belief you, one can have, the most important belief one can have, is the belief of the benevolent universe. That the universe is holding you, it's mm-hmm. loving you, it's protecting you. The universe loves you and has your back. And if you have that belief, you're going to be so good in mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Jose Silva actually spoke about this. Uh, he trained six million people over maybe three decades. And he found that when you express appreciation for that which you receive, you simply manifest faster. Mm-hmm. But also your intuition goes up. When you express appreciation for intuitive hits, you become more intuitive. Oh, wow. It's funny, isn't it? What you appreciate, appreciates. Already happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you get to a point. So Jose Silva says there are three ingredients to manifesting. Now, the reason I cite Jose Silva so much is because he, like me, um, he was a bit of an engineer. He was a radio repairman in the 1920s, and so he breaks everything down into a process. So he doesn't just say feel feelings. He's super specific. It's the DBE method, desire, belief, expectancy. So first, you must truly desire it. If you don't desire it, you're going to flip-flop, you're going to change your mind, and then you know, you're, going to, you're going to mess things up. Desire is important, so you're focused on what you want. Belief means you believe it is possible. You're not asking for something that is outside the realm of human possibility. Belief. And then the third one is expectancy. You expect it to happen. It's as if the check is in the mail. You expect to receive that money. You expect to receive it. DBE. So if you can cultivate DBE, desire, belief, expectancy, and hold on to that energy, that's when you know it's going to come to you. So yeah, the feelings matter because if you're expecting it, you feel the feeling in advance. Mm. 
I like that because I think the way Esther describes it is your desire and your beliefs have to be congruent. Right. If you desire the million dollars, but you don't really believe it can happen, it, you cut off the flow. It can't come. Right. But I like the DBE because the expectancy is almost like the the nail the the you know the cherry on top you have to have that to help you with the belief right. a little bit right it helps you with the belief because exactly. if you're expecting it you believe it right expectancy is is the secret i mean the bible spoke about this if you have faith as much as a mustard seed you can move mountains faith expectancy is faith very cool but that's the hardest one to train and that's why we were talking about earlier acknowledging your successes, acknowledging your intuitive hits, acknowledging what you manifest. It builds up your reservoir of faith. And the more faith you have, the bigger and bigger and bigger things you can manifest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But for my daily practice, I do the sixth phase. And the sixth phase is very heavily influenced by the work of meditation pioneers like Jose Silva, but also research institutes like the HeartMath Institute, and then scientists who have studied gratitude, forgiveness. It's influenced by uh, Dave Asprey's 40 Years of Zen. So what I wanted to do was, I've interviewed about a thousand people, pretty much like you, and I wanted to create something that was agnostic. I love the work of Jose Silva, but I'm not going to say only follow his protocol. So in the sixth phase, I combined protocols that were inspired from conversations and learning time with not just Jose Silva, but Neil Donald Walsh, who wrote Conversations with God, the work of Esther Hicks, research at 40 Years of Zen, research from scientific institutions around the world studying gratitude, um, research from innovators um, studying the biography of Steve Jobs. All of that came together. But basically, you got to think about it like this, okay? If you want a wellness practice for meditation... There are two different types of meditation. Now, think about the tools you have in your home. You have a coffee machine. A coffee machine, if you drink coffee, is something you use every single day. Mm -hmm. You do it in the morning. It gives you that little perk that you need for your day. But you also have power tools. I bet you probably have an electric drill. You aren't using an electric drill every day. You use it <laughs> when you have to solve a problem, like hang up a picture. I use my electric drill maybe once every six months, right, to put up a picture or to, you know, threaten someone. I'm kidding. But <laughs> you have daily tools and then you have power tools. Silver Method, Silver Ultramine is a power tool. Mm. If you're going through a health crisis, Silver is amazing for healing. There's been a lot of research uh, by the um, scientist O'Carl Simonton on Silver as a form of imagery therapy. You're going through a difficult time and, and you got laid off and you need to change your emotional state, manifest a new job, you want to use Silver. Silva is about a 20-minute approach, but it's very advanced. But on a daily basis, the coffee maker is the six-phase meditation. I do the six-phase meditation every single day. It can take 10 to 20 minutes. On average, it's about 15 minutes. But it's a layering on of six rapid protocols. Each protocol takes two minutes. But each of these protocols up-level you in exactly what you need to be the best darn human you could be for that day. It gives you bliss. It makes you unfuckwithable. It gives you a feeling like of connectedness that. with others. All of those summarize the emotional benefits. And then it charges you up to aim for your biggest visions, to manifest and command your perfect day, and then to feel connected to a higher power. 
As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Basic principles of the work so people can kind of understand what it is because it's not just meditations no i mean i mean i think the most important thing is that we're in a time in history where it's not enough to know we're in a time in history to know how and and what i venture to do is take sound scientific information i think science is the contemporary language of mysticism i think science is what allows us to demystify that process. And if we talk tradition or religion or culture, it divides an audience, but science creates unity. So my job is to build a model of understanding that people could reason with based on science and and bring in as many different branches of science for them to understand it intellectually, theoretically, philosophically. But the application personalization, the demonstration of that knowledge, you know, is, is, is getting your behaviors to match your intentions and initiate something. So my interest is to get people to go from thinking to doing, right? Mm. And, and to demystify the process so that people have within their reach all the measurable tools to begin to apply them to their lives. Okay. So, so it's a really simple thing. Um, you know, your personality creates your personal reality. That's it. And your personality is made of how you think, how you act, and how you feel. So if you keep thinking the same way, you keep acting the same way, you keep feeling the same way, everything stays the same in your life because nothing changes in your life until you change, right? Mm -hmm. So turns out if you keep thinking the same way, making the same choices, doing the same things, creating the same experiences, and feeling the same emotions, or responding to your life in the exact same way... um, you keep doing that, your biology tends to get more rigid. Uh, we fire and wire the same circuits, we hardwire our brain, and they, it only takes a small stimulation or a small thought or a response to someone or something. And like a sequence of thoughts, it's, it just turns on automatically. So, so your biology, your neurochemistry, your neurohormones, your genes, your, everything stays the same because you're the same. So crisis and trauma is always the thing that gets a person to really start looking at how do I really change, right? So, so we want to tell people, let's not wait for that. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's learn and change in a state of growth and inspiration. So, so if you keep doing those same things over and over again, the middle life period, we, we become very, very programmable. So in order for us to change, we have to become conscious of how we think. We have to become really aware of how we behave, what our habits are, even how we speak. Now, this is a tough one. We have to 
really look at the emotions that we live by every single day and and say, wow, this, this actually could be unworthiness. Uh, this could actually be guilt. But if you're too busy with your cell phone and your social media and you're too busy with your kids and running around and your environment can distract you from these feelings. So my interest is to get people to retreat from their lives, right? Just for five, seven days and, and remove the constant stimulation in their external environment that reminds them of who they think they are as a personality to separate themselves from the people they know and the places they go and the things they do at the exact same time, and then fill their brain with knowledge and information and then remind them that they're actually creating their life. So if your personality creates your personal reality, and that means then if, in order for you to change your personal reality, you've got to change your personality. So the, one of the basic core principles of our work is really uh, this concept of change. And what is change? How do we change? Why is change so hard? Because mm-hmm. we all say it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> change well, is hard. I is. used to say that too. I'm like, Kevin's so good at changing. I'm not good at changing. <laughs> it turns out I'm really good at it. Yeah. Once, <laughs> once you know how yeah. and you understand the formula, it gets very simple to really all of a sudden sit with yourself long enough. This is what I want people to do. I want them to sit with themselves long enough that they can become so familiar with, the word meditation, to become familiar with, to become so conscious of their unconscious thoughts that they don't go unconscious of them in their waking day. You know, that belief like, I can't, why can't I change? Or why is change so hard for me? Mm-hmm. To become so aware of how they speak, how they act, if they blame, if they complain, if they make excuses, they feel sorry for them, if they judge other people. I want them to sit with themselves and look at those programs to become so conscious that they don't default and go unconscious again. And then, and then sit long enough uh, with those emotions where you really don't reach for the cell phone now and you're curious to see what's on the other side of it. Or you're given a tool to help you get beyond it, right? If I give people numerous opportunities to overcome themselves, because that's what it is, mm-hmm. and numerous opportunities to connect over and over again. Sooner or later, it's going to start to create some movement. So then the person should then, in that place called the unknown, start thinking about what thoughts they do want to fire and wire in their brain. And with intention and attention, when that voice is saying, I can, it's too hard, I'll never change, this becomes the louder voice. And that voice and nerve cells that no longer fire together, no longer wire together. Okay, so if I keep that up, I can install hardware that can become like a software program, which would be like the new voice in my head that says, Maria, you actually can change. It's not that hard. You, you actually prove that to yourself by getting beyond that thought. There's something on the other side of it, right? That's called the unknown. If you closed your eyes and thought about how you were going to be in one day, just with your family, with your relationships, with your job, with your coworkers, in traffic. How are you going to be? Like, What would greatness look like? If you took the time to really rehearse those scenes in your mind, you would do the exact same thing as thinking about them. You would begin to install more hardware, priming your brain for the act to cause your brain to look like you've already done it. That's what the research shows. So I want people to remind themselves of who they do want to be and get very familiar with it. Fire and wire, fire Mm -hmm. and wire. And then focus equals feeling, right? So if you're focusing on it nonstop, you're going to start to feel it. Which is the next thing. And the last thing then is, which is the toughest part for people because we've been programmed and hypnotized into waiting for the event out there to occur 
to take away the lack or the pain that we feel inside of us. So the event produces the experience of when the wealth comes, when the relationship comes down, I'm going to be happy. Well, turns out you got to feel it in order for it to happen in the quantum. So if we can teach people how to self-regulate their emotional state, right, and feel the feeling before the event, the body is so objective that it doesn't know the difference between the real-life experience that's creating that emotion and the emotion that that person is fabricating by thought alone. The body's believing it's living in a new environment. Well, the research on epigenetics says it's the environment that signals the gene. Okay, well, the end product of an experience from the environment is an emotion. So when people are embracing these emotions ahead of the environmental experience, they're signaling genes ahead of the environment. They're actually, they're actually their gratitude is actually healing them. Their wholeness is moving them back towards health. Um, their empowerment is taking them towards success. They're, they're generating abundance. They're feeling more worthy. Uh, and And... and it turns out when we measure what happens, there are dramatic biological changes that take place in one week that actually suggest that that person is literally living in a new environment and they're in a ballroom. And there's not a lot that happens in a ballroom. And I keep saying to the scientists, where are those chemicals coming from? <laughs> where are they coming from? Where are they coming from? They're not, there's no exogenous substance that the person's taking to make these wonderful proteins and these wonderful enzymes and all these metabolites, it's coming from within them, right? So then I think the big thing, Maria, is that people do the best with what they think is available. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know that you can heal yourself, you'll make the choice that everybody else makes. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we have such great evidence that suggest that you actually can because we have great evidence and testimony. We have people doing it mm -hmm. with all kinds of cancers. We talked to them this week. Yeah. And, and we, I was in Panama last weekend. We had a woman on the stage who had a severe cancer, no ounce of cancer in her body anywhere. We had another one on the stage this weekend in Denver. Same exact thing. It was, it was all over her body, tumors. She's a physician up and down her spine, nothing. Oh, I just got the chills. So, so you, that's the four minute mile. I always laugh when it's a, a physician, or not laugh, I'm always like, kind of like, wow, because how can they go back to the other way yeah. when they know this is yeah. a much more powerful and much more successful way? That's an well, interesting Well, once you dichotomy. know, you can't not know, right? But the yeah. cool thing is, is that the conversations that we're having with physicians and researchers now, I mean, our data, people say, are you saying meditation does this, meditation does that? I say, no, 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 I'm not saying that the data is saying that. I'm, yeah. I'm really, I'm, I keep telling the scientists, I'm more surprised than anybody. <laughs> I'm really, I keep saying, wow, I can't believe this is the truth. I can't believe it because this is no longer pseudoscience. This is, this is the real deal. So, so when, the, when we see a cancer researcher standing on the stage with a sarcoma, uh, and, and she's tried every chemo and every uh, drug trial, and, and she's not getting mental. She starts to realize she has to change, and the science makes sense to her. The application, the personalization, the initiation is something that she does because nothing else is working, so she's got to believe in this possibility, and in order for her to do that, she has to believe in herself, and lo and behold, she found the cure for cancer, and it's been within her yeah. the whole entire time. So, well, it's so, like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. Well, yeah. It's like you had the power all along. Yeah, exactly. So, so we, have, we have that testimony that's so exciting, and then we have such great scientific evidence, you know, and evidence really is the voice mm -hmm. now. And so I think that when people become aware that it is possible, 
once you're conscious of something that you're unconscious about and you actually see the four-minute mile in front mm-hmm. of you, um, you're more prone to actually accept, believe, and surrender that it's possible for you. And I think uh, we see this at week-long events, just like a, an infection spreads amongst the community and creates disease, health and wellness becomes as infectious as disease. And the data keeps surprising us, surprising us, surprising us. And these are common people, mm-hmm. uh, just like you and I. So so the concept of transformation is a really important message. And, and we use meditation as the mechanism because I want people to become so familiar with their old personality self that they don't default anymore and keep reaffirming that new personality. It's so much easier to forget that vision than mm-hmm. to remember it. So you gotta constantly remind yourself, reproduce the same level of mind. You gotta constantly emotionally embrace it. Keep conditioning the body, the thought and the feeling, the image and the emotion, the stimulus and response. You're conditioning your body into the future instead of waking up every morning and remembering your problems and those problems are associated with people and objects and things at certain times and places and every one of those problems has an emotion associated with it. So people are remembering their past and they're feeling the emotions. They're firing and wiring the same circuits and feeling the same emotion. They're conditioning their body into the past and that's why change is so hard because the moment you step out from doing the same thing and making a different choice, there's going to be some discomfort because the body subconsciously has been programmed emotionally into the past. So the the moment you make a different choice, you're stepping out of the known into the unknown. The body starts influencing the mind to return back to the familiar place. That's why people have difficulty changing. And yet, if meditation is the model to become so familiar with your old self and so familiar with your new self, how many times do we have to forget until we stop forgetting and start remembering? That's the moment called change, Mm -hmm. okay? Give people the tools and let them practice, and they'll actually start enjoying it. Okay. But if you're not being defined by a vision of the future, uh, I assert you're left with the memories of the past, and you'll be predictable in your life. So you wake up in the morning, you see your coworker, you see your husband, you see you're on a Zoom call, you're picking up your cell phone. For most people, it's the environment that's actually causing them to think and feel equal to everything that they know. So it's not their personality that's creating their personal reality. It's their personal reality that's reaffirming their personality. It's their environment Mm. that's controlling the way they feel and the way they think. Why? Because every person, your husband, your coworkers, your, your employees, your dog, your cell phone, every one of those things, you have a neurological network that you've actually created because you've experienced them. And because you've experienced them, you have an emotion associated with them. So if we're not being defined by a vision of the future, when we see the same people and we go to the same places and we do the exact same thing at the exact same time, the environment is controlling the way we feel and the way we think. But if how we think and how we feel actually creates our life, as long as we're thinking equal to everything that we know, everything stays the same because nothing changes in our life until we change. Okay, so the conditioning process, the thought and the feeling, the memory and the emotion, you're thinking in the past when you remember your problems, you feel the emotion associated with it, you're you're conditioning your body to become the mind of that emotion and it's so objective, it's believing it's living in the same past experience 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year and and now you're headed in a very specific genetic outcome. Okay, you get up, you get up in the morning, you do the same thing as you did yesterday, you go through this whole routine and you keep doing that, your body's on autopilot now and a habit is a redundant set of automatic unconscious thoughts, behaviors, and emotions that's acquired through repetition. 
Habit is when you've done something so many times, the body actually knows now how to do it better than your conscious mind. That means <laughs> your body is the mind that's dragging you into that predictable future based on what you did in the past and you lost your free will mm. to a set of programs. Yep. So then, okay, so meditation then becomes really, really essential because we're either living in the familiar past, which is the conditioning process emotionally, or the predictable future, which is the habituation, right? Yeah. That's the anticipation of the same, of yeah, the Yeah, no. you're just being dragged in the future and just like a rag doll thrown around. That's, that's what it feels like. And that's karma. You just take up your yesterday and just lift it up and set it on your tomorrow, yeah. and you're... you're, you're there's no unseen hand doing that to us. So, okay. So now let's think about meditation and demystify it another way. Okay. The environment is that seductive. It'd be a really good idea to close my eyes and disconnect from the environment. Let me play some music in the background so I can't hear the coffee maker. Uh, I'll close the door. It'll, the music will fill the space. I won't hear all, any ambient sounds. Okay, let me sit my body down. It's been the mind. I've programmed it to be this way. It's Explain always, that for people because that's yeah. always hard. Okay, so you sit down in a meditation. Five minutes goes by and you start getting impatient. Uh, well, what's impatience? That's your body saying, hey, what's going on? I need some emotional... I need something from my environment, and we need to get up and do something. The moment you start wanting to get up and do something, most people would say, I, I really can't meditate, and they quit. That's because the program, the will, the, they've lost their free will to that program. But if you say, um, that's not going to happen today, no. And you say, get over here, and you settle your body back into the present moment. You learn how to do that. Or as you say, You're, tame the beast. Yeah, well, you are settling down the animal. And when you do that, you're executing a will that's greater than the program. Then your body says, hey, Maria, it's uh, 8 o'clock in the morning. This is when you usually watch the news and have a, an emotional storm. Uh, you're sitting in a meditation. Okay, well, let me help you out with some memories from your past so you could actually feel that arousal. And you notice your body started getting angry and started getting agitated. And most people say, I can't meditate. But if you say, oh, that's my body, which has been conditioned emotionally to be that way, it's going to go back to the past. Ah, let me bring it back to the present moment. Let's understand how to do that. Let's learn the formula. And if you're laboring for the present moment and you're telling the body it's no longer the mind, you're the mind. Just like training an animal. Sooner or later, it's going to surrender to a new mind. And when it does, there's a liberation of energy. And the person actually relaxes into the present moment, the sweet spot of the generous present moment. And does, does it take effort? Absolutely. But if you ask everybody who does it or who has done it, they'll say it's always worth the effort. So then meditation becomes really instrumental because to change is to be greater than your body, to be greater than your environment, to be greater than time. And Meditation is a great way to disconnect from your environment, to get beyond your body and all of its drives and its emotions and habits, and not try to anticipate what's going to happen in the predictable future or keep romancing the familiar past and the memories and the feelings. You, you got to get beyond that. That's the, that's, that's the known. The only place where the unknown could exist is the sweet spot of that present moment and teaching people how to stay relaxed in their heart and awaken their brain, that somehow seems to make a significant change in a person's attitude and their biology and their health and everything else. Mm-hmm. I know. When you're at a greater level of awareness, everything seems to be more connected. 
That's what the quantum is. So you're playing at that level. The synchronicities, the serendipities, the coincidences are actually informing you that you actually are creating your life. And that's the difference between being the victim of your life and being the creator of your life. Because when the environment is controlling the way we feel and the way we think, some person, some circumstance, some condition, what does that really mean? That means that person or circumstance is actually causing me to think and feel a certain way. And, 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 I, I don't think I have any control of it, then I must be victim to that circumstance, right? And yeah. that's a program, right? Yeah. So so I, I realized in my own journey also that if I don't change my response to things in my life, I'll never change. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not even, it's not that you respond, the question really is how long, right? So when you become aware that your environment is controlling how you think and feel and your response changes, watch out because now you no longer belong to the past. You actually belong to the future. So get a coherent heart. We know how to do that really well. Get a coherent brain. We can do that really well. Have people take all of their attention off the material world, off everything known. Go from a convergent focus to a divergent focus. We got the data to prove that if you keep putting your attention on nothing, on space. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or MariaMenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions.